0: Welcome everyone, this is Patriot Fat Fighter Ken and you are tuned into my channel. Now, whether that be my Rumble channel or my podcast channel, just wanna give you a warm welcome and say also thank you for tuning in to this next episode here. Today's episode is called, Are Eggs a Superfood or Not? The Truth. And I gotta tell you guys, spoiler alert for sure, they are indeed a superfood. And we're going to be diving into all of that on today's episode, but before we start on today's episode, for those of you who are watching on Rumble and don't know how to get to my podcast channel, there will be a link for that below in the description, and vice versa. For those of you watch are listening on Anchor and you don't know how to get to my Rumble channel, I will also have the links below on that. So I'm going to be reading straight from my notes today, as always. And just also a side note, there are certain, uh, I will be having quotes that I'll be reading from and there will be, there possibly is going to be a little bit of fumbling because some of these quotes that I'm reading through have words that I honestly had to go look up and figure out how to pronounce them. And so if, uh, If you find me stumbling a little bit through those, just give me some grace, okay, guys? Now, I'm going to be sharing things on this episode that actually may make you squirm, may ruffle your feathers a little bit, if you will, and may make you uncomfortable about what you're hearing, may make you also question your entire belief system around the health industry. There are definitely some profound things that I'm going to be talking about here on this episode. What I encourage you to do with everything I am sharing on this episode is to do your own digging and research. Ask the questions. Look at the data for yourself. I will be providing, I'll be providing links to the articles and places you can go for further research for yourself. I'll be providing all of that for you. I encourage you guys to take the time and go past all the mainstream health uh, health sites. Regulated info that's out there, and really do the serious digging that's required for you to find the truth because it actually is out there. Now, with all that being said, I want to say that my goal here on my channel and each and every episode that I put out is through my deep research to find the real stuff, not just the regurgitated information. I want to provide the very best information uncovering nutritional truths that support a healthy lifestyle, and healthy weight loss. You guys, I am finding so much disinformation and misinformation in the health, wellness, and weight loss information that's out there. And my goal here is to punch through all of that and find the real stuff for you guys. That's my passion, especially on these deep dive episodes, guys. Uh, Also a quick note, I am soon going to be coming out with a series of smaller bite sized episodes, and then every once, every like mm, seven, eight weeks, be coming out with these deep dive episodes. So I'm going to be changing the the way I do my podcast channel a little bit, um, just for the mere fact of being able to try to put out more content on a more consistent basis. So stay tuned for that. Uh, That is in its development stages right now. Lastly, you guys, I want to let you guys know, I do have a Telegram account. I have a Telegram channel, rather, uh, that is Patriot Fat Fat Fighter Ken, and that is at t.me forward slash Patriot Fat Fighter Ken, all one word. And you know what, guys, if you don't have Telegram, uh, there's also gonna be a link for that below uh, to go ahead and download and get Telegram. You can get, get it on your phone or your computer. It's a free platform. And there's two meanings that uh, there's two ways that I mean that. One, it's a platform of free speech. So you can say what you want. You can share truths that you want on there and you're not going to be fact checked. You're not going to be censored or anything like that. It's a free platform. And secondly, yes, it is 100% free to download. Honestly, Uh, For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's basically like a real basic version of Twitter and I love it. So I do have a, a podcast. I mean, I do have a Telegram channel on there. I do have my own channel on there. So subscribe to that, please. A lot of times when I'm doing research for my episodes, I will post different articles that I'm finding that are powerful articles on there. So that's a really great place to be connected to me at one last thing here. I also have a website, masteryweightloss.com. You can go to that website. There's a couple of things you can do on that website. One, you can register for a masterclass that I do have that is ongoing. You can just register for that fair warning. It is, it is a bit of a time commitment. Okay. So I can get that broken down into bite-sized pieces as well. It's about a two hour masterclass you can register for that on my website and block out that time on your calendar. Also, if you're looking for a coach to help you with a to help you lose weight and develop something with you and develop a program and to stick with you, there's also a button that you can click on my website that takes you to my calendar and you can book a free assessment call with me. Love to get on the phone with you or a Zoom call and go over all that and build something that's going to work for you so that we can work together. So check out all that, you guys. With that, let's dive into today's episode. All right. So on today's episode, we are going to be covering five different things. What's up with the battle with eggs? Eggs can actually be considered as an old superfood. Why were eggs attacked in the the past as not good for you? Why eat eggs? What are the benefits? And lastly, what should we we be looking for when buying eggs? Let's start with the first one. What's up with the battle on eggs? Okay. So I knew that there's been some crazy ups and downs around the whole egg thing, but I hadn't had no clue how much until I started diving into the research on what I was going to do for this episode. If you saw or listened to my episode on the war against meats, which let me tell you, that is a crazy war going on out there too. If you haven't listened to the episode, I encourage you to go back and find that episode and listen to it. It's powerful. It's powerful. But same here. There is just this crazy, crazy war going on against eggs. And it's just it's absolutely crazy. In fact, it's still going on and there's still remnants and pieces. I'm still seeing people out there that are writing stuff about not eating too many eggs or limiting your eggs. And then there's people out there that are still clinging to the whole cholesterol thing. Oh, eggs have bad cholesterol in them. Dah, 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 dah. If you're one of those, let me debunk that all together for you. And there's going to be a lot we go over on this episode. Eggs are 110% Excellent for you. And there is a big reason why I am calling them a superfood because literally they are. I'm finding it. I'm finding people out there like this one guy that made a comment at the end of a really good article. He made the comment that he's 62 years old and he has eaten an average of 10 eggs a week all his life and has no signs of heart disease. I do find it funny that a lot of the good, whole, healthy foods that are rich in proteins and nutrition and good fats out there. They keep trying to pin heart disease or other mortality issues on. And it's usually with these flawed studies, you know, and I just want to sit back and go, okay, what's next? Water's going to cause heart disease next Breathing causes heart disease. I mean, really, you, you've got you, you got to wonder sometimes, you guys. What are they going to come up with next and tell us that? Oh, we shouldn't eat that, or it's unhealthy and da da da. <sighs> eggs and eggs, meat, and then what? They've they've attacked the butter before. Uh, they they they've, they're they've attacked fats. You know, it's 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 just absolutely crazy. Here's the thing, guys back in our ancient ancestor days heart disease high blood pressure diabetes strokes were not an issue why because they did not consume a bunch of sugar processed foods gmo ingredients etc they ate real food they ate real protein they ate real meat They did not have all these health issues that we have today that are actually the cause of the processed foods, the boxed foods, the sugar-filled foods, et cetera, et cetera. All right, let's move on to the next one. Eggs can be considered an old ancient superfood. Oh my gosh, you guys, I cannot tell you how much I've learned about eggs during the research for this episode. So, yes, correct. Eggs are so nutrient-rich that they can be cons- that they are considered a superfood. Okay. One doctor says that he eats four to five eggs per day, and this is Dr. Eric Berg in his YouTube video, which I'm actually going to be quoting from. Why? And he explains in his video Eggs have the highest anabolic effect. Anabolic basically means that it's turning into protein or other proteins into the body. Listen to this, guys. 48% of egg actually turns into body tissue. This is not, and this is not about absorption. It actually turns into body tissue, 48% of it. Now, you compare that with meat, fish, fowl, And it's only at 32%. Very interesting. Let's go a little further. Egg whites are surprisingly at a low 17%. And that's because the cholesterol that is in the yolk actually helps with the anabolic effect. So when you have the two together, you get the 48% that we talked about just in the beginning there. Soy is all the way down at 17%. Dairy and whey is even lower at 16% and, and spirulina is at 6%. And I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it is what it is. And it's basically a blue green algae. Eggs pretty much have all the vitamins and minerals that you need except for vitamin C. Isn't that interesting? Using, so check this out, guys. Using the base of four eggs in his video, Dr. Eric Berg explains that if you take that 24 grams, so four eggs equals 24 grams. And if you take that 24 grams and times it by 48%, it comes out to 11.52 grams. That is actually turning into body tissue. Now, interesting. We're going to break that. We're going to, we're going to look at that a little closer let's compare that with meat, which is at 32%. So if you do the same math, it's only 7.68 grams that is turning into body tissue. So you would actually have to consume almost twice the amount of meat to get the same amount as you would with eggs. Interesting. And you guys know, you guys know how passionate I am about meats. And I just, find it interesting that from the research that I have done and the conclusions that I've come up with, eggs are actually at the top of the list above meats, which is very surprising to me. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it because I love eggs. So there you go. I also compiled a small list of some phrases that I see people using out there when they're talking about how healthy eggs are for you. Check these phrases out powerhouse of nutrition, nutritionally dense, high in all sorts of nutrients. They are a perfect weight loss food because they are low in calories, high in protein, and have a good amount of fats that you need. When it comes to helping meet your daily nutritional requirements, eggs are pretty tough to beat. Eggs have more nutrients, vitamins, minerals, amino acids per calorie than most other foods. Eggs are low in cost and nutrition nutrition dense food. They pack a nutritional punch. Those are just some of the phrases that I see out there as people are actually talking about eggs being healthy for you. So now let's move on to our next section. Why were eggs attacked in the past as not good for you? Here is where we start digging a little deeper. Okay. And then after this section, we're gonna go into the benefits of eggs and why you should be eating eggs. So, but first we go into that. Before we go into that, let's dive into this section. It is going to be a bit of a dark section. You might learn a few things. I'm going to also be talking about the American Heart Association slow, uh, shortly. So here we go. Some say, so why were eggs attacked in the past this is not good for you. Some say it's because it's because of the cholesterol that's found in eggs. But honestly, guys, I am going to say, I think that's a small part of it. And and in fact, a very small part of it. In the research that I did for this episode, I began to learn a lot about the American Heart Association because they were one of the major voices in the past that told us that eggs were bad for us. Now the American, you might find it very surprising that the American Heart Association is largely funded by pharmaceutical companies. Why is that bad? Well, if you've been listening to some of my previous episodes, um, including the one on uh, the real truth behind the obesity epidemic, you've already figured out why pharmaceutical companies are bad. I just don't trust them. All it is is a Band-Aid industry. They don't really solve any problems. It's all to make money off of us. Off of us. They never actually solve a problem. Think about it, guys. When you're, you know, when you're sick, you're overweight or you're obese, and and you've got these health problems, you you, you get on these medicines that only put a band-aid on it. They never actually solve the problem, and then these medicines actually cause more problems, which, which then actually cause you to have to now go back again and get medicine for those new problems. And it's just one big giant hamster circle that keeps you in their system and keeps making money for them. So short version, that's one of the reasons why I find it very alarming that the American Heart Association is funded by mostly pharmaceutical companies. And one of the articles that I read through actually lists all the major pharmaceutical companies that are part of the American Heart Association. So, like I said, I don't know about you, but I find that very alarming. Now, as I did the research and putting this episode to get together, this little rabbit hole of the American Heart Association actually showed up surprisingly. Like, I wasn't really going to cover anything on the American Heart Association, I didn't have it on, you know, in my brain, but it kind of thumped in there. And, um, here we are. we're talking about it because they are a large part of this this question that we're answering. why were eggs attacked in the past? Okay, the American Heart Association is known for many things. but from what I see, having uh, and from from what I see and what I have read, having good sound health advice as well as accurate studies is not one of them. okay? They are not known for good studies. They are not known, for good, healthy information. Their bad advice and so-called studies on eggs is definitely one of them, guys. It's unbelievable how much disinformation that they have spread about eggs in the past years. And it's not just about eggs, as I mentioned before, guys, it's butters, it's oils, it's fats, it's a bunch of other things. So why were eggs attacked? because there were incentives behind it. And it had nothing to do with our health. Surprise, surprise. The American Heart Association attacked eggs in the past because they were incentivized to do so. The propaganda that they put out is just that, guys. Propaganda. They are paid to put out the information they put out they, there. They also know that the information that they put out is wrong, yet it doesn't matter because they are complicit and in bed with the pharmaceutical companies and not just the pharmaceutical companies guys, big food corporations and even big uh, agriculture. all right? And they what they do is they cherry pick studies, that go as far back as they need, or even recent studies to say what they want. Whether the studies are flawed, they're good, they're bad, they cherry pick them to say what they want to make everything look good so that people believe them. And it it, it has nothing to do with our health. Now, here's an example on how one of their so-called studies on eggs is flawed. Now, this study is partially funded by the American Heart Association, no surprise. And my source that uh, this is coming from that I'm going to be quoting from is actually Dr. Eric Berg in his video called Eggs Increase Your Risk of Early Death from Heart Attack, a False Study. Okay, that's the title of his video. He actually has an interesting beginning twist there. I like it. But this is in a study. This is a study of 30,000 people, but check out what he has to say about this. And then I've got another article that I found that actually further explains this study and why it's flawed. So here we go with my wonderful reading abilities, (laughs) hopefully. Okay, first of all, the diet data was another questionnaire. I just want to give you one of the questions. Over the past 12 months, how often in your lunch did you consume deli-style ham, light, or low-fat or fat-free meats? Almost never, or never. About one fourth of at the time. About one fourth of the time. About one half of the time. About three fourths of the time, or almost always. So. The list went on and on. First of all, who's going to remember all the things they ate? And how do you know if they're true? So you have that. So the data was collected during one single visit, and it did not look at the patterns over the period of time. It was a one-shot deal, and they were going to determine this data. And surprise, this study was partially funded by the American Heart Association. Now, as I said, through another resource, I found an article that further explains what went on here. So, and I'm I, this is gonna be a long read here, because I'm actually gonna read 90% of this article article because it's actually good. And there will be a link below in the description for you to, to see this. So here's the quote: The new study in question published in the journal JAMA was a massive was a massive statistical undertaking the authors retrospectively analyzed previously obtained data data from six different studies including almost 3000 or including almost 30000 subjects they crunched all the data between 1985 and 2016 with an average follow up of 17 years and concluded higher egg consumption was associated with increased risk of heart disease and death. On the surface, this appears to be an impressive study. A large sample cohort, lengthy follow-up and important outcome measures such as all-cause mortality as well as heart disease events. Looking deeper, however, we see that the subjects provided only one food frequency questionnaire at the time of enrollment. That's it. One data sample to estimate dietary habits in 17 years of follow-up. The entire study is based on an unreliable food frequency questionnaire given one time only with no with absolutely no consideration of how the patient's diets may have changed over 17 years. Does that sound like good science to you? It it is possible that people drastically alter, or is it, sorry, is it possible that people drastically altered their eating habits or lifestyle activities or health uh, parameters over 17 years? I would venture to say yes it is the paper tries to statistically explain the increased risk of cardiovascular disease which with each 300 milligrams of dietary cholesterol which is which is a ratio of 1.17 which is a very weak association or for each half egg consumed, which is 1.06, an even weaker association. The problem, however, is that any conclusions drawn from an incomplete and inaccurate data has no relevance to scientific discussion. Furthermore, we know that such weak associations in retrospective observational trials Are more likely to be from statistical error than an actual causative association. In the end, the JAMA study represents all that is wrong with nutritional research. Incomplete data, weak associative findings, lack of control for health user bias, confounding variables, and overreactive. Medi- meta-culture, media culture that promotes such data as medically important. And that's from a website called dietdoctor.com by Brett Schumer or by Brett S- 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 Well, it's by a guy by name, Brett. <laughs> I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name there. You can, You'll see that in the description though. And the, but this article is entitled, Eggs are bad, then good, then bad. Again, what gives? So a recap on this whole study, which is complete false information. The diet was collected during one single visit. It was based on a questionnaire. They did not look at the long-term eating patterns. The study was supported by the American Heart Association. Our uh, Dr. Eric Berg, in his video that I mentioned earlier, goes on to say that the body produces, get this guys, listen carefully. The body produces over 3,000 milligrams of cholesterol a day, which is equal to consuming 14 eggs per day. Let's pause and let that sink in. I'm going to repeat that. The body produces... Over 3,000 milligrams of cholesterol a day, which is equal to consuming 14 eggs per day. Okay, did you get that They, Meaning the American Heart Association are telling people that eating just 300 milligrams is going to increase your heart disease. So, wait. Your body produces over 3,000 milligrams of cholesterol per day, which is equal to 14 eggs per day. Yet the American Heart Association is claiming that 300 milligrams that you would intake per day is going to increase your risk of heart disease. Huh? Are, Are, as you're listening to this, are you scratching your head like I'm doing right now? Like, does this make any sense? Eggs do not increase your risk for heart disease. In addition, I am seeing so many people out there that are telling their stories on how they consume multiple eggs per day and have done it for years and are just fine with their health. I think it's also important to mention here that if some are having health problems, I am willing to bet that it's because of other stuff that they are eating on a daily basis. Just so there's processed foods, boxed foods, sugar-filled foods, fried foods, all this junk that's out there. And I'm willing to bet that eggs have very little, if not nothing, to do with the health issues that they are having. Okay, that's the conclusion that I am coming to with this. All right, now Dr. Eric Bird then continues on to quote three different studies that are showing that eggs do not increase bad cholesterol. Okay. And I'm going to provide the links to each one of those studies in the description below, but I kind of read through some of them and I'm going to go over a couple of these uh, reading through. All right. So here's, here's, here's the first one. Dietary cholesterol increases serum total and LDL cholesterol concentrates. Which are established risk factors for heart disease. However, several epidemiologic studies found no relation between egg consumption and risk of culinary heart disease. The absence of such a relation may imply that the recommendation of lowering egg consumption is of little use in preventing. Culinary heart disease. One egg contains 200 milligrams of cholesterol. Although it is obvious that dietary cholesterol increases total cholesterol concentrates, several studies show that dietary cholesterol increases not only the concentrations of LDL cholesterol, but also the concentration of HDL cholesterol. And because HDL cholesterol uh, may protect against culinary heart disease, the adverse effects of egg consumption on that total and LDL cholesterol concentrations might be attenuated by the favorable favorable effects on LDL cholesterol concentrations. And by the way, you don't know HDL cholesterol is the good cholesterol. Here's another, here's another short quote from a study dietary cholesterol Increases plasma cholesterol in those individuals who are classified as hyper responders. However, in this study, we demonstrated that by including eggs as a part of a low carbohydrate intervention, the plasma LDLC concentration did not increase, but the plasma HDLC concentration did increase because low concentrations of HDLC contribute. To Met S, which I'll explain what that is in a minute. This is a very positive aspect of the intervention. To our knowledge, this is the first study to show that dietary cholesterol provided by eggs does not modify the beneficial effects of carb restriction diet, carb restricted diets in Met S. In addition, and considering the importance of hdlc as a cardiovascular risk marker these results point to eggs as a preferred food item for a calorie restricted calorie restricted diet these results confirm the findings of ep- epidemiological epidemiological studies were no relation where no relationship was found between A consumption and the risk of culinary heart disease. Hopefully you were able to keep up with me on that one. MED-S or MET-S is uh, metabolic syndrome, and it's basically the clustering of at least three of the following medical conditions, which is abdominal obesity, uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, high serum triglycerides, low serum, high density. lipoprotein HDL. So that kind of thing. One, and then one last short little read here. Uh, This is another study. So this is study number three. This is a very short little read. Recent intervention studies with eggs demonstrate that the additional dietary cholesterol does not negatively affect serum lipids. In some cases, appears to improve lipoprotein particle profiles and HDL functionality, which is a good thing. So again, let's focus in here. Why were eggs attacked in the past? And here's my conclusion, you guys, it's simply because they were paid to do so, meaning the American Heart Association. It's also they can make money. Now, Here's a quote from another article that I found. And this article, by the way, has a very interesting title. And the guy that wrote it, excuse me, I got to take a drink of water here. The guy that wrote it titled this thing without apology. And you'll understand what I mean when I tell you what the title of this particular article is, but I actually had to do some digging to find the original of it because apparently it was deleted off of this guy's post and, or something like that. But, and I found it in a forum. So the the title of this article is, is the American heart association, a terrorist organization. And the guy that rebirthed this article, he goes by the screen name of bird dog. And that's about all I know, but I will provide the links for this um, in the description. So here is the quote. This is another little lengthy one, but it's a very powerful, packed one. All right, here we go. The American Heart Association knew their recommendations led to worse health outcomes. They didn't care. They they didn't care because they are not an organization that serves human beings, they are an organization that serves big government and corpus pimps. Okay. So that's, um, that's the first part of the quote. And here's, here's a second one from another section of that same article. The American Heart Association certifies foods as quote, heart healthy with their heart check mark. This certification stamp sells anywhere from 1,000 to 7500 each on an annual renewal plan to food companies who get to display the heart check on their packages. Through this program, the American Heart Association concludes with big food manufacturers like Campbell Soups, Quaker Oats, and another one that I've never heard of before, Conagra. Conagra, I think is the way that's pronounced, to market unhealthy highly processed foods as healthy. What kind of foods does the American Heart Association approve through this program? How about countless breads, cereals, processed grains, or processed grain products, chopped full of added sugar and artificial ingredients, boxed liquid, or boxed liquid egg products, uh, market pantry egg substitutes, Imitation imitation crab meat, Welch's purple sunshine smoothie, which has 56 grams of sugar. Of course, the American Heart Association program demonetizes anything above a specific calorie threshold, sodium threshold, or fat threshold, especially saturated fats. It appears to have no care for actual nutrition, sugar content, quality ingredients. That is a quote from is the American Heart Association a terrorist organization by a guy that goes by the screen name of Bird Dog. I found that in a forum once again. So if it's not clear to you yet why eggs were attacked in the past, here is just another little quote from that same article. So here's one last one. In other words, the American Heart Association Exchange the health outcomes of million the health outcomes of millions of Americans for dollar bills and the extension of a specific agenda. End quote. It's the money, guys. It's always about the money. Follow the money, and you get you find some very interesting revelations. You discover some very interesting things. It was all about the money. It had never anything to do about your health. It's all about the money. So now let's start moving out of the dark corner here (laughs) and into more of a a light here. Why eat eggs? What are the benefits? All right. Now, in this section here is where I'm going to be reading from some quotes and talking about some benefits of eggs. There are going to be some words that I may fumble on a little bit or may mispronounce. Forgive me on that but I'm basically trying to give you all the good stuff here on why eggs are a superfood here, because these benefits are over the top. Like these, my gosh. So in spite of the disinformation and misinformation that, uh, that has been told about eggs in the past, that they are bad for us. They're actually extremely, really good for us. And as I mentioned before, they are a superfood, and I latch on to them now as a superfood with everything that I've learned. One benefit, real simple, eggs are only, uh, one egg is only 78 calories. Another benefit, one egg has about seven grams of protein with all nine essential amino acids and building blocks of protein. Another benefit here, eggs can help you manage or lose weight. And they are, and and that's because they are low in calories and very satiating, which means less hunger later on in the day and you're less likely to eat again for a while, which also keeps you from grabbing after those not so healthy snacks altogether and unneeded snacks, which end up adding up at the end of the day. And then it also boosts uh, metabolic activity. Okay. So eggs help you manage or lose weight. Love it. For the most part, eggs are very affordable. Even with right now, eggs are kind of going up in costs. They're still affordable overall for what they offer. They're loaded with antioxidants, m- macronutrients or micronutrients, and healthy fats. In fact, as I think I mentioned before, eggs have all the vitamins and minerals and a- antioxidants that you need, except for vitamin C. I find that absolutely incredible. Vitamin A, vitamin B12, vitamin D, vitamin E, and your omega 3s are all in eggs, along with two other things called choline and selenium. And we're going to be talking about both of them here. Let's talk about selenium for a second here. Did you know that selenium found in eggs works with vitamin C to act as an antioxidant to help prevent? the breakdown of body tissue. Two large eggs can provide 44% of the recommended daily intake of selenium. selenium. Now, another benefit here is choline. Let's talk about choline here. One egg contains about 30 to 35% of your daily need for choline. Why is choline so important and what is it? Let's take a moment to see. I'm going to read from a, an, an, another article here. Choline is a, an essential nutrient. It it This means it's required for natural bodily function and human health. Though your liver can make small amounts, you must obtain the majority through your diet. Choline is an organic water-soluble compound. It is neither a vitamin nor a mineral. However, it is often grouped with vitamin B complex due to its similarities. In fact, this this nutrient affects a number of vital, vital bodily functions. It impacts liver function, healthy brain development, muscle movement, your nervous system, and metabolism. Therefore, Adequate amounts are needed for optimal health. That's from an article off of healthline.com. What is choline an essential nutrient with many benefits? And that article was written by Mary Jane Brown. So what are some of the benefits of choline? This is also coming from the same source I just read, as well as a second source, which, which I will also name, cell structure. It is required to produce fats that support structural integrity of cell membranes. Cell messaging. It is involved with the production of compounds that act as cell messengers. Fat transport and metabolism. It is essential for making a substance required for removing cholesterol from your liver. Inadequate choline may... Result in fat and cholesterol buildup in your liver. DNA synthesis. Choline and other vitamins, such as B12 and folate, help with the process that's important for DNA synthesis. A healthy nervous system. This nutrient is required to make acetylcholine an important neurotransmitter. It's involved in memory muscle movement, regulating heartbeat, and other basic functions. Here are a few more benefits that I gathered out there. And these benefits are coming from um, another website called australianegg.org, choline and eggs. Research suggests that choline plays an important role in brain and spinal cord development during pregnancies, cognitive development in infants, and may also help prevent cognitive decline in the elderly. Until recently, the role of choline as part of a balanced diet had been largely overlooked. It, it you guys, just choline alone in eggs is just has some incredible functions and benefits. So I mean that that alone is just mind blowing. So let's move on to another benefit. Eggs are a major source of dietary Phospholipids, bioactive compounds, which studies show have widespread effects on inflammation. Also, the help of choline, also with the help of choline, it helps to lower inflammation. When you have lower inflammation levels in your body, you have widespread benefits that range from lowering the risk of cardiovascular disease to improving body's ability to break down fat. Here's another benefit. Eggs have an excellent satiating power. This is why they've been linked to fat loss. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Eggs are an excellent way to increase your HDL cholesterol, which is your good cholesterol, which also has great benefits like lower risk of heart disease, stroke, and other heart conditions. Eggs can also help reduce the risk of metabolic syndrome, which leads to type 2 diabetes. Another benefit, eggs help to lower your triglyceride levels. This is largely due to the omega-3s that are found in eggs. More about omega-3s in a minute. Eggs help you to build lean, toned muscle. And it's also a great post-workout meal. As it has about six grams of muscle building protein or muscle as it has about seven grams of muscle building microbes, microbes per egg. Eggs are a great source of vitamin D. Just two eggs have 82% of your daily need of vitamin D. Vitamin D plays an important role in absorption of calcium and phosphorus, phosphorus, making it essential for the maintenance of healthy bones and teeth. Eggs are a great source of omega 3s, which today people are today people have a very off balance of. People today are actually getting more omega 6s and way less good omega 3s. This is major this majorly needs to be flipped. So you need to get more omega 3s and less 6s. Okay? Now, omega sixes—they are good. Some to, to have some omega six is good, but to have too much omega six has has actually consequences. You, like I said, you want more omega threes and moderate omega sixes. Here's a quote for an article that kind of goes in and explains this: An astonishing twenty percent of calories of the average American diet is estimated to come from soybean oil, which is, which is high in omega-6. Most Americans have an adequate dietary supply of this fatty acid. The body also uses omega-6 fatty acids to synthesize hormones. It might interest you to know that the hormones that the body constructs from omega-6 fatty acids generally have the opposite effect to those that omega-3 fatty acids contribute to. The hormones that omega-6 fatty acids are essential in constructing contribute to inflammation, which is an important component of the body's immune system. They also help the blood to clot. As you can see, an adequate balance of both these groups of hormones is needed to maintain optimal health. A lot of nutrition experts believe that when human diets were simpler and we relied on less heavily processed foods, there were equal amounts of omega-3 and omega-6s in our diets. Unfortunately, we now get far too much of the omega-6 fatty acids and not enough omega-3 acids in our diet. Some believe that this imbalance can be used to explain the risk of diseases such as asthma, neurological disease, and many other forms of cancer. These diseases are connected to inflammation in the body, which omega-6 creates. An imbalance between the intake of these two fatty acids can also contribute to obesity depression, and hyperactivity. So try to eat more oily fish and cut down on the foods that contain soybean oil. And that's coming from multivitaminguide.org in the article called, Why Do You Need More Omega-3s and Less Omega-6s in Your Diet? And that article is by a guy by the name of Greg Marshall. Now, omega-3s are special types polysaturated fatty acids and are a family of the essential fats that play a, an important role in your cell membranes work from heart to brain health through to protecting your eyes as your body produces limited amounts as your body produces a limited amount of omega-3s on its own it's beneficial to actively consume them through various food sources. Here's another short quote. Eggs are mother nature's incredible edible source of omega-3 fatty acids, providing on average 180 milligrams per serving, which is two eggs. Of this amount, 114 milligrams is the long chain type of omega-3 fatty acids, which represents between 71 to 127 of the desired intake for adults. And that's by australianeggs.org, the health benefit of eggs. So I'm like not even finished with this list, guys, and I don't know about you, but it's it's like, I just want to sit here and go, wow, (laughs) let's continue though. Eggs help to lower your risk for stroke. Some studies are showing that people who had about one egg per day were almost were almost 30% like less likely to die from hemorrhagic stroke than those who had none. Here's another one. Eggs are brain food. So so remember when we talked about the benefits of choline in eggs guys. Well, here's just another benefit that's largely due to the choline found in eggs. Choline is required to manufacture acetylcholine, which is a neural trans, trans, uh, which is a neural transmitter. Interesting enough, guys, around 90% of people are lacking in the right amount of choline on a day-to-day basis. In addition, The lack of choline has been shown to cause neurological disorders, decreased cognitive function, brain fog, as well as lack of of focus. I find that very compelling. Here's another benefit. Eggs are even good for your nails. So if you have nails that easily break or are brittle, the yolk of the egg contains an excellent source of biotin. Biotin is a type of vitamin B that is known to strengthen nails. Eggs are beneficial for your eyes. There are two awesome antioxidants that are found in the yolk of eggs. One is called lutein, one is called lutein, and the other one is called zeaxanthin. and they have powerful protective effects on the eyes. You won't find these in you won't find these in a carton of egg beaters, only in the only in the yolk of real eggs. These antioxidants have an amazing ability to significantly reduce the risk of macular degeneration and cataracts, which is an increasing factor as you age and get older. Also, good for your eyes and found in eggs are vitamins A and E and selenium, which are all contributing antioxidants in supporting overall eye health, as well as retina function and helping counteract degeneration, degenerative vision as you age. Here's another one. Eggs can help you make some great improvements in your cholesterol levels. This is due to the HDL cholesterol, the good cholesterol that is found in eggs. We talked about this a little bit earlier through some of my quotes, One large egg contains about 212 milligrams of cholesterol. However, this does not mean that your bad cholesterol LDL will rise. Interesting enough, you guys, eggs actually not only raise your HDL, but they make your LDL particles larger, which is a good thing. According to research, small LDL particles are more dangerous than larger ones and just for clarification remember hdl is the good cholesterol ldl is the bad one and basically what i'm saying here is that large larger ldl particles are better and put you at a least uh, at a less risk factor for heart disease so and obviously guys last benefit here on this list egg reduces your risk for heart disease So, and it does this because it raises your HDL cholesterol, which actually ends up going through and cleaning your artery walls from fat molecules that can build up and all of that, okay? And then obviously, as I just mentioned, the LDL cholesterol makes those particles larger. So last section here, and then we are done with this podcast. I included this because I know some people have got this question. And I want to be able to make sure that you are uh, buying the right eggs out there. So what should we be looking for when we buy eggs? We're just going to go over the basics here. So let's talk about the three types that you're the three main types that you're going to see. You're going to see cage free. You're going to see free range and you're going to see pasture range. Let's talk about cage free. Don't buy into the hype of cage free. Okay. Yeah. They might be, quote cage free, but that does not mean that they were free to roam outside or had any kind of room to any kind of room really for that matter, to even move their wings or anything like that. Oftentimes they're just crammed in a room with very little space uh, between other chickens. Okay. So don't buy into the cage free. Just don't even spend your money on that. Free range is the next one. These chickens get a minimum of six hours of outside time. However, you guys, free range can have different meanings. For example, they typically only get two square feet per bird of space to roam outside in. Basically, it could mean anything from an open field to a patch of dirt depending on the farm. Okay, so free range also not necessarily the best choice pasture raised is our last one here this is the preferred one that you are looking for when you're buying eggs they have passed the humane farm animal care certification which comes with the guarantee that the chickens have been raised in a vegetarian in a vegetation covered pasture with 180 square feet per chicken for a minimum of six hours per day. On top of that, the chickens are fed only grains without animal byproducts and are free to normally consume the seeds and insects that boost their flavor and nutrition. By far, pasture raised is what you are looking for when you wanna go and buy eggs, all right? So pasture raised, that is what you're looking for. They might be a little bit more pricier, but I'm going to tell you, your nutritional benefits from those eggs are actually going to be higher than the other two we talked about. And that is also proven in studies as well. All right. So, with that, you guys, that concludes today's episode. I want to thank you guys again for joining me on this podcast episode. I know today's episode was another big, giant, loaded, long episode, but I hope you enjoy the information that I brought you on this episode today. And I hope you're I just hope you're more wowed at the benefits of eggs. And by the way, that list that I went over in our last section, that is not an exhaustive list. I just simply do not have time to produce a two hour episode on just the benefit of eggs, but there are a lot more benefits. Um, So anyhow, with that, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening, depending on where you are located in the world. This is Patriot Fat Fighter Ken, and I will talk to you.